0: Hello everyone, this is David Dalton. This is Molly Douthat. And welcome to More Than Hearing, a podcast to encourage preachers to use multiple intelligences in sermons and worship leadership, because there are plenty of ways to reach someone's soul.
1: Today we are covering Body Smart and Self Smart for the lectionary selections for the Reign of Christ Sunday, Year C. In Jeremiah, God takes Israel's shepherds to task and promises a better king. Psalm 46 tells of God's majesty while we stay still. Colossians declares the majesty of Christ in whom the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. We close your sea with Jesus' crucifixion in Luke. That's a tough act to follow with a witty joke, so let's just get on with the show.
0: This podcast is based on Dr. Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences. Dr. Gardner suggests that there are multiple ways to learn, process, remember, and understand our world. Each week, centered on the weekly readings for the Revised Common Lectionary, we develop illustrations and special effects using various smarts based on Dr. Gardner's identified intelligences. Over the course of four weeks, we will cover Word Smart, Eye Smart, Math Smart, Body Smart, Music Smart, Nature Smart, People Smart, and Self Smart. You can read more about Dr. Gardner's work by clicking on the link at the top of our webpage, morethanhearing.org. Join us as we explore ways these
1: intelligences can be utilized for a deeper appreciation of God's Word. Then, we encourage you to try it for yourself. Anytime time and any way we can make use of the different smarts, we give people greater access to the Word of God so they can acquire it, process it, and internalize it in ways that make sense to them. Let's get started.
0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you. Glad you found us today. And uh, happy New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> it's In a way. Reign of Christ, so this will be the last Sunday of year C. Uh, we've also just passed the fourth anniversary of our first episode, actually. It was on the 16th. Uh, yes, it was. So we will be starting our fifth season.
1: And our second go-round of year A. Mm -hmm.
0: It is year A, right? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You look like you didn't believe me. Uh, What comes after C? I was thinking we were bouncing
0: back (laughs) up to B, but yeah. No. Anyway, yeah. So we'll start year (laughs) A. Well, you can. No, that's okay. Okay. We'll start year A again next week. And uh, (laughs) so we hope that you will enjoy uh, that and we're going to be switching back to our previous format of doing all eight smarts as they come to us for the uh, for the text instead of focusing on the two each week. Right. It's been fun, but um, wow, it's also limiting. been a challenge. Yeah, yeah. limiting. So uh, we're gonna try expanding that back time. up. Well, one last
1: goes. time we're doing the two. Yes.
0: So this week we're doing the two. I'm doing Body Smart and Molly's doing uh, Self Smart. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we may throw in a few others while we're at it. Yes. Uh, There's
1: Nature Smart all over the Jeremiah Passage.
0: Yeah. Because we're we're doing a half-live show here as it is. <laughs> so... Uh, making, making a few things up on the fly. But, uh, uh, for body smart, this is the, uh, kinesthetic intelligence. And so this is folks who are keenly aware of their bodies and learn through motion and action and holding things and, um, expressing things, you know, with their bodies. And, uh, so they learn by touching and moving and um, interacting with physical objects. Uh, So in worship, we don't have a lot of uh, in in the uh, uptight Protestant tradition, traditions, we don't have a lot of uh, body smart opportunities Mm-mm. in worship. Um, occasionally, standing and sitting, and that's mm-hmm. pretty that's about much it. it. Yep. So, moving
1: across the aisle to greet someone during the passing of the piece. If peace, you happen know, to risky. do that, it, yeah, right.
0: So, uh, so it, uh, we try obviously to uh, expand those possibilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Molly's got self smart.
1: Yes, and self smart is the interpersonal intelligence. This is someone who um, is very aware of their own motivations, their own inner workings, uh, where their heart is, where their soul is, where their head is. Uh, in worship, uh, these are the people who connect. Uh, Who are probably really good at connecting with silence Mm. and and time for prayer and um, silent prayer, particularly not when the preacher's droning on and on and on and on, but for some quiet time so that they can process the information they have received from the other group, the other um, uh, group prayers and the the sermon, the anthems, the hymns. So having a bit of time for for quiet and silent reflection is always a good uh, experience for self-smart people. Also, um, homework assignments. Uh, Be aware of, you might say in your sermon or in your prayers. Keep this in mind. Watch for this. That's excellent for self-smart people.
0: Okay, so uh, off we go to have a look at the texts. The Old Testament lesson for year C, Reign of Christ is Jeremiah 23, verses 1 through 6. This is a passage where the Lord calls to account the uh, shepherds of Israel, uh, the kings and priests and rulers and folks who should have been tending the flock and have instead. Uh, done a miserable job at that and did more to scatter them than anything else. So the Lord calls them to account and says, I'm going to attend to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and That's uh,
1: a word smart.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. Think of
1: times when someone has said, can we talk? Oh. We need to talk. Oh. Or your parent calling you by all three names. Right, right, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, or I will attend to you later. (laughs) (laughs) Shiver. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, Because there's sort of a break there, because then the Lord, having promised to attend to them, promises to attend to the flock, Mm. God's own self, and will make them fruitful and that they may multiply and fear no longer. And then promises that there will be a righteous branch for David that will spring up and be a king who will deal wisely and give justice and righteousness. And his name will be the Lord is our righteousness, Mm -hmm. or Zedekiah.
1: Yes. I think. It is. Uh, It's a word play. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, um, okay, so... Body smart for this, I I went with the first couple of verses here, and I can imagine uh, the Lord coming in as a professional wrestler, (laughs) doing an interview before the match, Uh, you know, that kind of— i'm Uh, gonna get you yeah yeah those guys are lousy bums and i'm gonna (laughs) rule in the ring you know kind of thing i don't know i don't watch a lot of wrestling so i don't know the script very well but um but i think that's kind of how it goes is Mm. just Mm -hmm. you know these guys are yeah yeah Yeah. basically yeah and uh so that might be a uh a way to lighten the mood a little bit on this, (laughs) uh, while still carrying conveying the, uh, uh, the intent mm-hmm. here that God is going to clean house, mm-hmm. and I, we've done a little professional wrestling before. I think in some of our illustrations,
1: in uh, our illustrations, yes. yes I was yes. a little confused by where you were going with. I was like, <laughs> I've never done that in my life.
0: No, no, we do have a friend. We who have does, a friend but, who is uh, yes, and he's, um, yeah, yeah, he's still active institutes. in the uh, in the business. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so uh, uh, body smart because you know wrestling and wrestlers and. The physicality of all of that, and imagining mm-hmm. God coming in and body slamming <laughs> the the shepherds, you know, I think that could be fun. But mm-hmm. so uh, that's about what I got for for body smart.
1: Well, th- I like that. Uh, there's also um, some nature and some word smart in that, uh, which I'm going to jump on before I go to the self smart thing. Not
0: in the wrestling part.
1: No, no. <laughs> okay. uh, well, the nature smart in, in the shepherds, right, uh, right? And and the yeah. flock, um, the whole idea of shepherding. Shepherds in uh, scriptural t- in in biblical times um, did not own the flock; they were hired hands. Hmm. Uh, so it was their it was their job. Yeah, to to care for an act
0: of stewardship.
1: Absolutely, and uh, so the the. Um, this metaphor that Jeremiah uses in this first part is a direct uh, one-to-one comparison with Israel's and Judah's kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you know someone in your congregation who has any experience with shepherding flocks, you might have them come in and talk about what what you need to do for that, how you, how you lead the sheep, how you uh, um, make sure they're all together, how you protect them from predators. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can make some of those comparisons uh, with maybe even our own leadership mm-hmm. um uh people smart uh i think that's um uh, a way for your congregation to consider how they as a people have acted as stewards um and has, have shepherds of one another of one another, of,
0: of the vulnerable. finances
1: of the building oh, okay. uh yeah. just how have you been how have you been a shepherd of what god has entrusted to you huh. um and if you are doing some things and
0: that's some self-smart there too well yeah election
1: Yes, indeed. Um, But I was thinking of it in terms more of what you, as a group of shepherds, because every Mm -hmm. one of—I think we're all shepherds in a way, particularly of our steward of what we've been entrusted. Sure. Um, And if you are doing things, uh, celebrate that. Talk about the things you're doing. Okay, up to self smart. What I found. What I thought for self smart. I have a link to some commentary from a plain account by Lori Niles that I'll have in the show notes over at the website, Um, uh, www.morethanhearing.org. She says, uh, we're not privy to the punishment God will mete out to the offenders, but we do get a picture of what God will do for those who have been disenfranchised. God will gather them, bring them home, repatriate them under God's own tender care, and restore them. They will not be terrorized or re-traumatized. Instead, they will be fruitful and multiply, living out their created purpose and calling. They will experience shalom, wholeness. So, I think for self-smart, particularly as preachers, as we read these verses, we might be convicted of some of the errors that we have made Mm. in our own shepherding.
0: That always rings for me. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was looking at the word you In in the passage, and it's second person plural, but in a lot of times it feels first personal. Um, or at least singular yeah exactly exactly so you know if if there's something that's ringing a bell with that maybe makes take some time to reflect on that Mm -hmm. uh uh, you know it may have been something that you've already worked through uh maybe hopefully you've learned lessons from it for your own uh capacity as a pastor and a a shepherd Mm -hmm. you could also uh uh for you as a person, I think, I think there's a lot of self-smart reflection for you as a pastor. For your congregation, uh, there might be a way for them to reflect on this in a couple of ways. One is for choosing leaders with election year coming up, particularly mm-hmm. here in the United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. Who's the shepherd that promises righteousness? Mm-hmm. Any of them? Mm-hmm. Or who comes most closely to promising righteousness and, and, and uh, governing justly? Mm-hmm. And that might be a very clear question to keep in mind as you pick through all of these people that are out there running for president in our country. Um, the other one might be, when were you as a sheep scattered? Mm-hmm. And can you trust the shepherd that's coming?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And who is that shepherd?
0: And if you don't have an experience of feeling scattered that way, what might that be like? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, let's go on.
1: The psalm for Reign of Christ, Sunday, year C, is Psalm 46. The title of the psalm is God's Defense of His City and People which is, uh, I think, is probably easy to see why this particular psalm was selected for this particular Sunday. It shows uh, God as a refuge and strength, very present help in trouble. A river, um, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city, it shall not be moved. Come, behold the works of the Lord, see what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow, shatters the spear, burns the shields with fire. And then that very famous verse, be still and know that I am God. So there are some really... um. Uh, vivid images of God as king in this particular passage. One, a, a strong uh, refuge, uh, a place where there is refreshment and restoration in God's dwelling, um, uh, being able to see what God has done in the past, be reminded of what God has done in the past, um, and uh, just an opportunity to sit in God's presence. Uh, excellent, excellent uh, opportunity for uh, self-smart people. So for self-smart, the the promise of the psalm seems to be that God is present in the now, uh, and God will be present in the future as God has been present in the past. Uh, As an illustration, some of us frequently have difficulty being in the now, especially when we're alone with our thoughts or pressured and stressed. Uh, the psalmist uses the present landscape and past actions of God to remind those folks not to rush into the future and to trust that God will be there as God is, has been and is now present. So for a self-smart special effect, do the thing that self-smart people like. Allow for quiet reflection to sit silently and breathe and recognize the presence of God in the worship space at that moment. Um, and if, if, uh, if necessary, you know, uh, you could add a little I in Music Smart to that time. Um, I Smart um, with some imagery of, of God's creation. Uh, Music Smart playing, uh, This is My Father's World or For the Beauty of the Earth. Uh, for example and just just allow maybe even make that your morning prayers start your mm-hmm. morning prayers by saying you know beginning the prayer and then saying we will now reflect on the phrase be still and know that I am god and give it you know 3 or 4 minutes mm-hmm. self smart people
0: would adore that oh sure absolutely yeah i was thinking of a couple of those sorts of things uh Doing a slideshow of images through through the psalm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which would be iSmart, because um, the whole way through you could come up with some pretty dramatic. Oh, sure. uh, photos probably mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and that could be even, a word even, smart
1: thing too to do the to to that would be your your scripture reading. Yeah, is doing the slides and have someone reading it as these are coming up. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and you know I was thinking even. Verse nine, making wars to cease. You know, the, there would be some pretty cool imagery you could use for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dwelling in nature, smart dwelling on the imagery in verses two and three of the river. Uh, no, the er, though the earth changed, the mountains shake. Oh, oh right, right. Verse the far, waters roar and foam. Mm-hmm. But, I mean that too. Yeah, the river too. But all of those things, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So. Um, For Body Smart, I was thinking about verse two a little bit, therefore we will not fear. And thinking about how fear feels in your body. Mm. Uh, And so you, you, you could set that up by talking about how fear feels and then how fears relieved feels. And maybe that it, you know, we're just coming off Halloween, if you went through any uh, haunted houses <laughs> or haunted fairgrounds or, you know, haunted whatever, you know, that that apprehension mm. uh, and the... The adrenaline. The adrenaline, yeah. the terror of walking through the dark or what mm-hmm. have you, waiting. Having voices coming out of yeah, me from the yeah, dark. Yeah, all the, all the creepiness and, you know, just thinking at any moment something's going to grab you. Mm-hmm. And, and the tension of all of that. And then mm-hmm. when you get out into the open after you're done. And <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. And, and the relaxation that comes in and, you know, often laughter mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. associated with re- release of that tension. So Absolutely. Thinking Absolutely. about that, maybe.
1: Well, um, also for Body Smart, going along with that uh, a little more serious, it would be uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Pe- people who are suffering from that are suffering from the unresolved fear of trauma.
0: Right, right. Uh, so, reliving that yeah. experience, whatever it is. Right. And so, you might be, you know, sitting at your desk, but you're having the experience right. of being in the middle of that trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a special effect that I thought of for verse 10 is closely associated with yours of self smart. Um, to be still in body and spirit, and there are a couple of ways to think about that. You know, it depends on how how you read that verse that that phrase. Be still. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's either okay. Let's all just chill and be still. <laughs> right. Or you be still. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So um, it's either a meditative centering to reflect on God. Uh, and and God's exaltation, or it is silence before the authority figure. Yeah, uh, that's, that's so a- so you go either way on that and you could explore both of those, I suppose, but um, maybe then do some sort of reflective experience where folks get to still their bodies, um, you know, a little meditative reflection, Feel your body, feel your toes, mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. breathe into your body and let it be still, not just not moving, but still. And uh, what are you reading?
1: I am looking at the Hebrew definition <laughs> of the word still. Uh, the word is rough, uh, word smart here, sorry, yeah. uh, rafa, uh, sink or relax. Um, but okay. in other places, in other passages, like Exodus four twenty six, he let them alone. Uh-huh. So leave alone. Um, Exodus five, they are lazy. Huh. Being idle. Uh, huh. Not failing, not forsaking. Uh, a lot of different varieties of of um, subsided. Let me alone. Um, okay. Respite. Wait. Stay.
0: So, you could have a great time exploring <laughs> all of those. Yes, so, and which
1: you know in English is much the same. Yeah, as you've already, as mm-hmm. you've already said that. Yeah, you know, there are different ways of talking about what stillness is. Yeah. All right, let's go on.
0: The New Testament lesson for the reign of Christ year C is Colossians chapter 1, verses 11 through 20. Some really beautiful language here uh, expressing the majesty of Christ. And uh, be st- it starts off, uh, may you be strong in all the strength that comes from his glorious power. And then just really uh, exploring what that might mean uh, that you might endure everything with patience and joyfully give thanks to the Father, and uh, that Christ is the image of the invisible God, firstborn of all creation. In him, all things in heaven and earth were created, visible and invisible, uh, and in him, all things hold together.
1: Uh, Christ the King's Sunday. Yep, or reign of Christ.
0: He is the head of the body. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. In him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. So here's Paul getting in before John.
1: <laughs> Actually, he did, didn't he? Yeah. I yeah. Hmm. suppose John read Paul?
0: I suppose. I would hope.
1: There you go. John and Paul. John and Paul. It's always John and Paul.
0: <laughs> what about George and Ringo? I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, just I really like this passage. Um, yeah. So for body smart, uh, I came up with a. I, I was keying on the the last bit there of verse eighteen, um, that he might come to have first place in everything. Hmm. And I went looking, and I found uh, an article or two about Ashton Eaton, who is twice the gold medalist in the decathlon. in the Olympics, in London and in Rio.
1: That's impressive.
0: It is impressive. He's one of two who have ever repeated as gold medalist in the decathlon. So Uh all those folks who have done the decathlon anyway would be, uh, you could think about this, you know, the decathlon is 10 different track Mm -hmm. and field events Mm -hmm. and, um, you, you get points, and so you win by points, not mm-hmm. by, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, because way back when, when Bruce Jenner won the decathlon, uh, he came in second, I think, in the race that that, right, yeah. that that was the last one. But I was like, wait, how's he the winner?
0: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's points. So, yeah, even though you can be the, – and the, the person who wins the decathlon is referred to as – the world's greatest athlete Mm -hmm. so even though you might be the world's greatest athlete you still have not necessarily come in first place in everything right but jesus does right you know so there you go
1: i see where you're going with that
0: yeah that's where i'm going with that
1: (laughs) it's like a sweep in a series yeah you win them all
0: yeah 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 that too I did have an iSmart uh, thought about this uh, for, uh, uh, where is it? Um,
1: the image of the 15. invisible God?
0: Yeah, the image of the invisible God. If mm-hmm. you could get some uh, polarized filters. Um, mm-hmm. so with, You
1: mean like the ones for looking at an eclipse? Or like no, polarized sunglasses?
0: Like polarized like sunglasses. Like those ones they
1: sell on in the infomercials that are supposed to be all, ooh, you put well, those on and there's no glare. Uh,
0: this is sort of, but okay. uh, uh, bigger. So <laughs> okay. not just oh. sunglasses, but a filter.
1: Oh, okay. okay
0: so a polarized filter uh, cuts out a lot of... Light by just saying, "Okay, you have to be going up and down in this direction okay. to get through." Okay. Right? So if you have a couple of those, then if you have them aligned in the same way, then you can see through it fine. If you if you turn it ninety degrees, then you don't see anything at all, hmm. because it it's blocking all the right. possible ways that right. that it can come through. And so, what I was thinking was that if you could—and I don't—I have no idea if this is practical or or not. If you can even get these things, but I mean, it's the sort of thing that physics teachers have, <laughs> you know. But but if you could—if um, well,
1: you know a physics teacher—I
0: know—but if you could get some of this material and then cut out an image of Jesus or the word Jesus or something like that, mm-hmm. um, then you'd be shining the light through it. Uh, when it's aligned first and you get an, uh, just the the light and there's nothing there. And then you turn oh, it and then, and then the image appears.
1: Oh, um, the visible. The
0: visible image, image of the, of the, the invisible. invisible. Yeah.
1: Cool.
0: So that would be fun. That would be a lot if of If you fun. could figure out how to do it.
1: Well, if you – well – would it? You could do if you've got somebody who knows how to do animating. You could just oh, well, do yeah, it as an but, animated, you know, graphic or something. I
0: suppose, but there, there I, would be. It sounds, there sounds like be, there's a lot of work involved. In there it, might be way. physical ways that you could yeah. you could pull it off too. But
1: cool, I like that idea.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: All right. So um then, for self smart, David actually came up with this idea, and I think it's pretty cool to do a guided meditation on being an embodied soul and an ensouled body. So um, it's kind of a little bit of body and self-smart. If I were to do this as a guided meditation, I think I would start at verse 15 and talking about Jesus and Jesus' soul, ensouled body and embodied soul and and lead people uh, through considering, essentially watching him become Uh, in their mind's eye. So there's a little bit of I-smart in this too, so you're using your imagination. But this is definitely a self-smart thing because we want you to connect individuals to connect to this idea. Um, In him, all things on heaven and earth were created, things visible and invisible. So just kind of walk people through this. Uh, In him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him, God was pleased to reconcile himself. Uh, And so, you know, get that those images uh, anchored really good. And then go back to verse 11. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power and be prepared to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the one who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. So... Uh, that could be really powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and again, uh, this being a self smart uh, special effect, um if I think that would be a good way to substitute. Uh, the the morning prayers um, mm-hmm. a good way of in, including this uh, in, in the worship experience in a way that doesn't tack on <laughs> five to ten minutes to your sermon yeah but you yeah. know use it as use it in a spot that's already a- a- available in your worship and that's something right, right. maybe we should have been talking about right the way along and using some of these things you kind of need to be careful about where you put them in your worship service well, particularly sure. if you've got people who watch the clock yes. Um, I mean, hopefully most people are are gracious enough to allow the spirit to move and go over a little bit. Um, but you know, if you need to keep track of that, figure out where you're going to put these things so that they fit.
0: Yeah. So with this meditation, thinking from, you know, I'm thinking body smart too, getting people aware of their bodies again. Mm -hmm. And then, and then as they're doing this, imagining, you know, recognizing that, uh, we are able to expand beyond mm-hmm. our bodies, and mm-hmm. you know, you could consider the whole cosmos right. within your, whilst remaining in your body. Right, you know? right, and,
1: yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and that would take some, yeah, and and in doing that guided meditation, you're inviting each individual self to, uh, you know. Connect with themselves, the soul and their body, and the body and the soul. Yeah. And then, as you get to the, um, you know, looking at Jesus, it just kind of, yeah, it expands. Yeah. And, and then and come back. Is... And then come back to feeling your own self, your soul, and your body uh, empowered and strengthened.
0: Yeah, and it's a way that we can experience incarnation, right? In, in a sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's he- go on. The gospel lesson for Reign of Christ, uh, Year C, is Luke twenty-three verses thirty-three through forty-three. This is a, a snippet of the crucifixion story. Uh, um, they get to the place called the Skull, where they crucify Jesus with criminals. One on his right, one on his left. They insert a little uh, a verse. First part of verse 34: Jesus saying, "Father, forgive them; they do not know what they're doing." Lots of scoffing and mocking. If he sa- he saved others, let him save himself. If he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. Soldiers mock him. Uh, if you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. Um, so the criminals, one of them is joining in the, the the crowd with the crowd, mocking and deriding him, and the other ones, Do you not fear God since you're under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly for getting what we deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. So then he asks Jesus to be remembered when Jesus comes into his kingdom, and Jesus Jesus replies, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. So, um uh for self-smart, I wanted to s- start out with a couple of quotes from some commentary I read about this passage. One is from Scott Hazy, uh, from Center for Excellence in Preaching. He says, because as it turned out, being the son of God did not mean what everyone else thought it meant, namely exercising raw power, proving your identity through some razzle-dazzle that would spell the end of pain and suffering for yourself. The truth is, was that Jesus, in one sense, gave in to the taunts on the cross, but in so doing, he turned those taunts on their head. Being the Son of God meant suffering and dying. Coming down off that cross, inuring himself to harm and injury, would have been a profoundly wrong thing for the Christ, the Son of God, the King of the Jews, to do. And, from David Lowe's writing at In the Meantime, Like the criminal who beseeched God's mercy, we recognize that if we are to get what we deserve, then we have no hope. If we choose to live in a world where might makes right, we will all eventually lose. And if we prefer a world where the rule of the day is an eye for an eye, all of us will be blind and the whole indeed will eventually lay in ruin. So, using those quotes and other thoughts about uh, what sort of king Jesus was showing himself to be by being willing to die on the cross, ask yourself this question. What kind of king do you want? Do you want a king who's powerful and transcendent, or a king who knows suffering and is close by? And is that really a fair either-or question, because isn't God both?
0: Yeah, I would think so.
1: <laughs> so there's, uh, I, I think there are some ways of of, of involving self smart in this particular passage by allowing people some time to reflect on what does it mean that the that the uh, the, the king of glory is hanging in shame on a cross, yeah. and um, we've we've done this before, you know, talk about the cross being a form of uh, of um, uh, state execution, mm-hmm. so. You know, we don't look at the cross like that. We see it as something entirely different. So state execution, maybe talk about it that way. How could the person who has come to save us be executed uh, in the electric chair or on a table being injected with poison? Yeah. You know, what kind of a king is that?
0: Yeah. Usually um, one who has uh, fallen out of favor, we might say. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'd be an interesting thing to contrast this king, uh, Jesus on the cross, with King Zedekiah, mm-hmm. you know, and and play on that that word smart thing of God is righteous, God is our righteousness, mm-hmm. and how do each of those kings? exhibit that. And I think it's probably important to maintain um, focus on the suffering that Jesus is willing to go through, because mm-hmm. none of us, hopefully none of us, will ever wind up on a cross dying from through exposure right. um, and, and suffering from the beatings that we've had. Um, there have been people who have. Uh, but keeping in mind that suffering is what Jesus willingly enters into having done nothing wrong and so how does that willingness to suffer connect with the suffering in our own hearts and souls
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so um what do you have for body
0: well i was thinking a little bit about uh, thrones and you know i don't think we tell a lot of fairy tale stories about kings and queens anymore so much, but, uh, you know, we kind of did when we were kids. But, um, you know, there was always a sense that the that the throne, the king or queen on a throne, that that was a, a comfortable place to be. Um, but, you know, if you're sitting in those... Comfortable for who? Well, for the king or queen. Okay. You know, big fluffy cushions and, you know... True. And True. all that sort of thing. But... You know, if you've ever sat in those pulpit chairs <laughs> they're they're not all that comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and they kinda look throne like, but sort of, you know. The like, cathedra, right, is a throne. Right. right. And, well,
1: and they're wooden, so ow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, or if you think of uh, Game of Thrones, right? The the uh, throne Iron Throne, of, mm-hmm. swords made out of swords would not be that comfortable. Um, and
1: I think that was the point. It was, ha ha. Yeah. Uh, was that <laughs> being king or the ruler was an uncomfortable position?
0: Yeah. And so here in this story, after you reflect on, on the comfort or discomfort of sitting on a royal throne, we have Jesus enthroned on the cross, mm. which would be Very pretty pretty ultimately uncomfortable, yeah. uh, the ultimate in un, in discomfortable thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be a way in here. Uh, for a special effect unrelated to the throne part, Jesus. Uh, Just invite people to stand for the reading of the gospel, but with their hands extended to the sides, palms Hmm. forward, um, in that sort of cruciform posture. Hmm. And and then take your time reading.
1: (laughs) Right, so that by the time you get to verse Uh,
0: 43, (laughs) ah, yeah, right. So you're feeling it a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thought.
0: Yeah. the the other thing that I came up with was I I did a quick readers theater presentation of this mm-hmm. and we have that uh, some we'll have that somewhere I think
1: we'll have it in the show notes
0: yeah um, it, it's pretty easy to put together as a readers theater so uh, go ahead and do that uh, and then you can you know you end up staging that a little bit there wouldn't be a whole lot of action probably because you know readers theater. But, mm-hmm um but that that's people smart and and i smart and word smart and all and body smart and all the smarts um and then i i had a thought about music smart that you could play maybe an instrumental version of händel's behold the lamb of god Ooh. behind this while you read do,
1: do, 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 do,
0: do. yeah that one, yeah, so um, so that's what I came up with I mean, wow, what a uh what a way to go out <laughs> yeah really, for the no end kidding. of the year. No uh, I mean it, it would be nice to to finish with a little resurrection here, and maybe you could, but
1: it's the way your c was selected, I guess uh, to to well, yeah. 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 That's problematic, isn't it? Well...
0: It, it is, It is. well, yeah, it is
1: the Sunday before Thanksgiving, so there probably won't be many people around they are all leaving for, for uh, the holiday.
0: Maybe that, maybe, maybe that, that, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, uh, Well,
1: oh, that you have an opportunity to turn it around with Advent and, when we come back well, next yes, week.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: um, well, and, and sometimes, I mean, the disciples saw Jesus crucified and they thought that was it. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to live through Holy Saturday.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, mm. yep, and then Easter's a surprise,
0: so um, you know, do pull in whatever you need to with that and and uh um whether you meditate on on the grace that we find in the uh, atoning death of Christ or move on to the resurrection, um, mm-hmm. either way, uh, opportunity for thanksgiving mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Good so point. yeah. All right. So happy year C, everybody.
1: Yep. Thanks for sticking with us.
0: Yep. See you next time. Bye. Well, that's our podcast for today. Please ask questions or leave us a comment on our website, www.morethanhearing.org, or facebook.com morethanhearing, or tweet us at morethanhearing, or email us at connect at If you tried any of these suggestions, or maybe got an idea you like better than ours, please let us know what you did and how it went. We'd love to hear how using this theory has made a difference in your preaching and worship.
1: Remember to check out the show notes, worksheets, links, and resources at our website. They go hand in glove with the podcast and give you lots more material to work with. Don't forget to subscribe using the links on the website for iTunes, Google Play, Android, or good old RSS, or point your podcatching software at morethanhearing.org slash feed podcast. Help others find us more easily by writing a review at the iTunes store. And of course, you can share the show with your friends and colleagues. We'll be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, stay subscribed and be smart. at
0: this time. This is a Whippet Good production. Oh, right. Stop the recording.